Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. Time for another week of InfoG Radio, episode 561 for June 24th, 2019. And on the show this week, we only have two people, everybody's two favorite people. We have me, and we have Anthony. Aw, I'm your favorite person. You, Yeah, today. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) That's alright, I wake up some mornings and... You realize that I'm not my favorite person either. <laughs> say I'm not my own favorite person. You can't love anybody else till you love yourself. Oh, uh, well. Guess I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is post-E3. Which means there's like no news, by the way. That's okay. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, like I was looking through the news. I was like, I should see what the news is. So I can see what I'm going... Oh, nope, there's really nothing... Yeah, there's, there's really not a lot. But there's a lot of video games. I don't know about you, but I've played a lot. I've played a little of a lot. You definitely have played more than I have of various things. I've played a lot of things. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have the number that way, but I do know that I played a game for quite a bit. More than I should have, but I was like, oh, god damn it, I'm addicted to this piece of crap. So what is that piece of crap? Uh, it's not a piece of crap, but I, I don't, I, I didn't want to uh, be a, oh, I heard a lot about Void Bastards. Yes. It's yes, free on Game Pass. And, man, I got addicted to that game pretty quick. Um... It's one of those, as long as I'm smart, I can get, like, I can achieve something and build a bit for my next run, because it's a roguelike first-person shooter, um, and you enter different spaceships, which you start to know sort of the, the maps of, um, like, because it's, it's clear how they're kind of built um, based on the type of spaceship it is. Uh, but, you know, there's... Like, this one's going to have the power off, so you have to turn the power on before you can do anything. This one has no enemies, but it has a lot of portals that, like, the enemies come out of. So you have some time before enemies start showing up. Um, and you slowly get more weapons and more items that make your runs easier, but then you also have to go deeper into the galaxy so it gets harder. It's a, it's a really neat roguelike. Um, the art style does not work in my opinion, to, to still images. Uh, it's more interesting 
in motion. It's a like they're 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 all the enemies are drawn like original Doom or Wolfenstein enemies. They're they're two D images, but they're done in like a comic book style. And uh, when you see the images of the world, it doesn't it just doesn't look right. So you have to see it in motion. Um, but it's on Game Pass, so it's it's free to try, right? Yeah. Uh, so I did, and I really liked it. There's a lot of free to try, interesting games on Game Pass that are that are they're starting to get like when this game drops, it drops on Game Pass. Yeah, and I mean like this is not the first time uh, a really great game has dropped on Game Pass. Uh, Operencia is fantastic, so I'm really glad to see that. I don't know how well this indie title would have done had it not been on Game Pass. Um, maybe it would have, maybe it would have done well, but uh, I just think that helps because if you're not on the Xbox um, platform, you can still get this game. Uh, I believe it's only on uh, PC right now, um, but uh, I've quite enjoyed it. Like just getting like, oh, I've got this item, so. Um, it's uh, next time I'm gonna have something like, um, like I got a steel pipe, so I can upgrade my my pistol. But then I need another one, so I'm gonna do another run for that. But then I die. But I got the metal pipe back to the ship, so now I can. Uh, I, I it's it's addictive. I hate I hate going ah just just one more ship, just one more ship. I, I got this. Just one more ship. Um. And, and and realizing like okay I really like this gun but then I run out of ammo for that so I'm using stuff I'm not as used to um, and just the concept a very British humor of <laughs> you you're just a, a person that's brought a cryostasis you're a criminal and they send you off <laughs> because you're expendable it's got that rogue legacy style yeah. where every time you play you carry over like a trait or something? No, so so every time you, you are unfrozen, uh, I think the first character doesn't have a trait, but the rest of them do, so you'll get somebody who's a smoker and the smoker trait uh, which you can get rid of because that's the thing, that you, there's a genetic modifier and you can modify your, your traits uh, you can have th- up to three traits and um, the smoker one, uh, all like inevitably go <clears throat> because it has a smoker's cough, uh, which alerts enemies to your location. Uh, there's characters that are shorter, so you can j- you don't have to duck to get into like vent systems uh, or or go under barriers, and you can't be seen through windows because you're short, shorter than the window height. Um, there's characters that are overly big, so they are super tall. Um, there's characters that have more health. Uh, there's some that are expert pilots, so while you're sort of navigating the map screen to choose what ship to go to, there's sometimes, like, mines uh, and other things on the map screen. So if you hit a mine and the character doesn't have the expert um, pilot uh, trait, you take damage. That the only thing that I don't like about this game is is healing. I, I wish I could heal in a level. Um, you you have to be on the map screen and eat food um, to heal, and it's never enough, in my opinion. But uh, 
other than that, like I enjoy this game a lot. Uh, I think everybody should, especially if you have Game Pass, give it a shot. I'm sure. Again, I'm not the first person to say this, so I'm not you know breaking any news. It's been weeks since this got released, but first time I get to talk. But I really enjoyed this game, um, and I've kind of grown tired of roguelikes, and so for a game to you know get past that for me now. But it's that constant idea of, like, it's the little things I'm doing help me get towards the goal. Plus, I love seeing numbers get bigger. That's always fun. Um, I played... Uh, give me a second here. I played a Gato Roboto. The review for that has gone up. Um... It's being labeled as a Meowtroidvania. Hell yeah, it um, is. Which is funny because there's a game called Meowtroid in uh, the WarioWare series. It's a cat that rolls on its back and shoots like aliens. Um, yeah, so this is a Metroid clone. Uh, there's really not much more to say about it. You can get out of the suit. Um, so it's got a bit of... Um, there's a whole section you have to like almost play entirely. Oh my out god! The there's a whole section you have to play outside of the ca- uh, outside of the suit, and the boss in that section is the biggest pain in that game. Really, I didn't, that one didn't bother me as much. That's the one where you got to shoot the the diagonal lasers, right? Yeah, yeah. That one didn't bother me as much as the flame was, one. The flame one was the one that got me. I didn't have an issue with that boss um, doing damage to it. But every time I was dodging its attack, uh, I had the issue where I would jump over it and it would still be just too close to the like it was it was like I couldn't it, it felt like I wasn't sticking enough to the wall or sticking too much I couldn't tell it was very odd it was the only part in the game where I was like okay something is weird here and I don't know if it was because I was using. Um, my, my uh, Xbox One controller on my PC, I have one that I use just for that. I've never had an issue before with it, though. So, yeah, it was um, odd. But, I mean, for, like, a moment like that, like, I just, my, ba- my, my major complaint was I didn't feel like, um, it, it didn't feel like I got an- enough time to really, there was no sort of final area that put all my skills to the test. Like, this, this game felt just a little too short, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of... I, I agree with my review score of 8.5 because I... At the end of it, I was like, okay, I really liked it, but I feel a little unfulfilled. Yeah, but it's only seven dollars. Yeah, and that's the thing. But, like, it was $10 per minute. That's a much shorter game. And I felt more satisfied at minute. And it's something... I just don't know what that like intangible thing is. Um, I think maybe it's just there is there like that was the kind of the end of minute. I like had that game gone in any longer, I think I would have had an issue with it. You know, like it was the perfect length, and I felt like this game just didn't quite hit that like perfect number. But then I also said in my review. If it went on longer and it wasn't fun, I'd have an issue with that too. I, I was I was torn because like Days Gone had that issue. I love Days Gone. Good God, I hate Days Gone at times though. 
Days Gone never ends. Right, that's the issue, because there's a bunch of shit that I have to do to have that game progress. Um, I'm just trying to go through the list of... Uh, oh, I got... Uh, I mentioned it on another podcast before, but I got Penguin Wars finally. That's a fun game. It's If you have a Switch, I wouldn't go through the effort of trying to get a PS4 copy. That was a pain in the ass. Is it on Switch? Yeah, it, so it's you can go into a store now and buy a Switch copy. That's never been an issue. It's been an issue getting it on PS4. It's not available digitally. It's only available through the um, seller. Um, Why like the would publisher. he not make it available digitally? That makes no sense. Yeah, I haven't been able to figure that out myself. Um, so, you can go into like an EB Games now and it's probably $10 for a used copy of Penguin Wars. For Switch. I mean, it's not the most popular game. But uh, what it is, and the original was a little different, but it's basically dodgeball. Uh, your characters stand at the opposite sides of like a court. And there's so basically it's a large table in front of you, and you throw the balls over the table. If they connect, they bounce off of each other, and sometimes there's obstacles on the table. But the whole idea is either, um, well, the whole idea is to decrease the health of your opponent. Uh, whoever has the least health at the end of the match, if if no one gets knocked out before the timer runs out, uh, whoever has the most health wins. And if you get all the balls to the opponent's side of the court um it does extra damage it tallies up all the balls um and uh figures out the damage so you can knock out some opponents uh very quickly if you can get all the balls to their side of the court um it's a neat game it's very similar to the game boy game but they've added some new things there's like the different characters have different special moves so the uh penguin has a quick dodge and has two special attacks um, another character uh, can throw the ball differently if you use a special attack, uh, or sorry, no, deflects the ball. It, it's a weird, it's a weird little game with its own little story, but it, it's neat. Uh, but the fact that it took, the fact that like we had it on our list for like every week in a row, and it just never made it to stores. I don't know what happened with the publisher. They've come out and apologized, but it's still not available in EB Games. Um, they removed the listing from their website. Uh, it, it's. Uh, I'm glad I have it. It'll be a rare title, I'm sure, because I just don't think they're selling. Um, but it's a neat thing. Especially, so if you have a Switch, pick it up cheap. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. I, and I'm assuming you'd be able to play two-player with the two Joy-Cons, because there's not a lot of controls. Um, but yeah, it's got a nice campaign mode and everything. I'm really glad I finally got it, so I'll shut up about it now, forever. No, you won't. It'll be in the game of the year list. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I like. Well, I'll tell you why. There's been a lot of good games this year. Um, it's something that I fully admit that has a lot of nostalgia for me. So I'm just glad there's another one. Uh, but it's also fun. It, it just I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's more fun than a bunch of other stuff that's come out and is probably going to come out this year. Uh, what isn't fun? Is a game called Darkwood. Yeah, I, I played uh, the game for five minutes, and I'm like, it's not my jam. So, I've I've kind of figured out why that game's janky, and it's not. So it's not the difficulty of that game because if you die, you drop on the on the 
difficult the hardest harder difficulties you just drop everything on the normal difficulty when you die you drop half of your stuff um i'm gonna switch it to easy but it's clearly built for a pc and they've worked the, the controls as best as they can for a console there's some neat psychological horror aspects to this game it's a top-down um, I don't remember what I described it as. Hotline Miami meets um, Silent Hill, or more accurately, Lone Survivor, which is a Silent Hill, um, 2D Silent Hill, basically. Um, mixed with, uh, I can't remember the RPG I was thinking of. It's an RPG that you that has real-time combat, but it's all viewed from top-down, similar to Hotline Miami. Um, and there's interesting things like dragging, uh, uh, dressers around to find hidden doorways and checking, um, drawers for items. And you can only carry so much in your inventory, which always is my favorite thing. Um, survival horror. And there's a lot of survival aspects to this game. Um, but I got killed because I couldn't, I got stuck in the in between some bushes and couldn't get out at all. And that's annoying because then I dropped the fuel I needed for the house. And just, if the controls were better, I wouldn't feel so ripped off. But it's clear that they are working with the best best case scenario. And it's clear that controllers weren't the, like the way they were thinking when they designed the game. You know, aiming is done with the right analog stick. Well, aiming on the PC would have been done with the mouse, and you would have been able to move. Um, like, there's a run button, but we have an analog stick. But it's clear that the run button's there because it's from the P- PC, but on an analog stick, just have me push the analog stick less to walk slower. Um... And then that button could have been used for something else. There's like three equipped item slots, which would have been the mouse wheel. But instead I have to press the D-pad, which means I'm not moving my character while I'm switching weapons. Um, now, I, I haven't played the PC version, so maybe those controls are wrong. But that's how this game feels, um, based off of how I've played other games, where you can change weapons with the mouse wheel. Um not being able to do that uh, is irritating. Um, there's two different types of attacks, so those are different buttons. Again, uh, those buttons could have been used for something else, but because I have to use two buttons for a light attack and strong attack instead of mouse clicks, my hand has to not be on... An, like This game, the horror aspects of it are great. They are super neat, but I just could not enjoy it. So, I popped in Bloodstained. I haven't played much of that, uh, partially because you told me not to. <laughs> yeah, um, I got problems with that. I, yeah, I'll let you. I'll, I'll, but um, from what I played, that's a really good cast. It's really man. fucking good. <laughs> um, that's the worst part about all of these issues, is the, that game is really fucking good. The, the, uh, I don't have much to say, because I haven't played a lot of it. Oh. But it's all of the... Later Castlevania games combined, and I like it. So it's got a little bit of like Dawn of Sorrow, 
uh, Aria, Soro, um, a little bit of Order of Ecclesia, a little bit of Portrait of Ruin, and that is a that is like the highest compliment I can give this game because I love all the Castlevania games. Like as soon as they started do like the fact that they have a mission mode in this too which makes you just go back to old areas and stuff but like that's how I loved that in Portrait of Ruin. Uh, yeah. So um what else have I played? Um can I talk about the Sinking City? Uh I don't know. Yeah. Um hold on. I I I have the Sinking City. Also, if I'm not allowed to say that, just mute what game I have and leave it really random. For uh, the embargo is the 25th, so yeah, damn it, Tuesday. I mean, um, it's not that you can't say you're not playing it, but yeah, no, I understand that. Um, I think everybody should look at that game. I can't speak to how good it is. Even if I could, I couldn't because I haven't played enough. But that game is weird, and it shows. I mean, that isn't like just watch the trailer, you know, for it. Um, it's kind of interesting though that we got Call of Cthulhu last year, which is based was it's not that, based off of the. Are you sure that was last year? That wasn't this yes. year. It's last year because I I bought it with um. With money around Christmas. God, it feels like okay. Maybe you're right, right. Yeah. Um. When did that come? Sorry, Call of Cthulhu. Unfortunately, is the name of way too much shit. Um. Twenty eighteen survival horror RPG. Okay. Which is based off of the uh, tabletop role playing game, and then we get another game based off of. <laughs> Uh, the same sort of material, like source material, except that it's not based off of the board game as well. But um, yeah, I just I will have more thoughts on that next week because I'll be playing more. Cthulhu, Cthulhu. Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to say it. Um, so, yep. Uh, what else have I played? I apologize. It's just there's a. Way too long of a gap between um, Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, we didn't record uh, just due to multiple issues um, this week. That being um, one of us, it wasn't my fault. I was <laughs> done the game and ready to go. It's Drew's Drew fault. Wasn't well, Drew wasn't done and Drew worked late. And uh, Matt is overseas. So, yeah. I listened but, to that. Uh, I listened to that first episode, and it's funny because. I always hear my name mentioned because Drew mentioned me because I like Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, I mean... I, I like that. That game was what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's some issues with it, but it is what I thought it was going to be. The only thing what? I didn't like about it was the two-weapon thing. Yeah, which is fixed on PC. Yeah, I played the PC version when it launched, though, and it wasn't fixed. Yeah. Um, honestly, though, certain points of that game, the it's clear that they had two weapons in mind because four weapons is too much to cycle through. Yeah. there's a uh, That game is just a mesh of ideas that spanned a decade. 
It's yeah. I mean, that's that's the best way to describe it. Um, but yeah, I en- I enjoyed that game. I definitely never finished the first time I played it. Um, I don't even know how far I got because there's stuff in there. I definitely didn't make it to Duke Burger. Um, but it feels like a Half Life game. Yeah, I mean that's what you it know. Was, you got your big driving created. segment. Like the pacing was very clear. Like oh. Everything's good at first. Here's your walkthrough level. Oh, stuff goes wrong. Um, yeah, I. It's clear that that's the best game we've played all year. That's, Very clear. That's crazy. Um, yeah, but I also don't agree that like this game was. Uh, this game was a seven. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, I, I think that's what I gave it was a seven somewhere it, around there. It's it's extremely competent. No real issues to speak of. Um, but it's also not, like, great. No. It's fine. No. It's a, it's a... There's stuff to enjoy. There's some neat things it does. And that's it. Yeah. Um, so I played that, got ready for that, but we obviously didn't record. So there, there's there's more specific things I'd like to talk about. Uh, so that'll come eventually. I don't know when. Um... I want to say that's it, Ken. I, I, if, I, if something comes to mind, I will say it, but I cannot think of anything. Well, like I said, it's... Uh, I will never understand when people say there's nothing to play. Cause, uh, and, and I realize I came negative uh, in last week's episode. Like, I I regret being so upset about some of this stuff, but like, it, for me, it was it was super difficult to even be excited to do that show. In full honesty, just because there's so much going on right now, and I, I wanted to talk about Gato Roboto. Yeah, Gato Roboto. Gato Roboto is is great. I I played that. I think I'm. Where am I? I've completed all three of the areas the computer wanted me to do, and then the computer let me go into the incubation area, and I think that's where I'm at now. That's got a really unique ending. Um, I. Look, it's it's like eight bucks PC, eight bucks. Um, yeah, I, I paid think on Switch too, right? Yeah, I paid. It was on sale when I bought it because it was still launch window, so I got it for like six fifty. Yeah, buy that game. Uh, the worst thing that could happen is that we don't get a sequel. And I don't know that I want one. I think that that I think that when I finish this, I will be happy. Because I I've, I feel like I've got my $6 out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I When I say a sequel, I would like to see a sequel where they maybe even add, like, different, more, di- like, di- like, different suits. Maybe there's a dog. Well, I won't say anything. I know there's a mouse. I've fought him three fucking times. Well, have you been, like... There's little terminals that tell you the story. You yeah, yeah, I know this, this, the, the, the scientist is the dog. Yeah, I know. The the security tapes, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm not going to spoil the ending, because that's... All right. But that's yeah, a, that's a, a good game. I spent a lot of time playing little things on Switch this week. I also played... Uh, my name is Pedro. Or my friend so before, Pedro. Sorry. Before friend. we talk about that, um, this is... I, I didn't say it. This is, this is the most Metroid game Metroid. Like, Metroidvania. The, I realize Metroidvania gets thrown a lot around a lot. Um, a little too the only much. Other game, too much. The only other game that I think like that is it Metroid that really follows the Metroidvania was Axiom Verge. Yeah, I lost interest in Axiom Verge when you got to the distortion powers. 
For some reason, that just didn't that just didn't sit with. It's me. weird. That game gets weird. Like it, that game, if it, question, like how much can you tolerate weird thought, like yeah. weird stuff? Because that that's a weird mechanic. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. Walls. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, this just feels cheap. I don't know. Yeah, um, but like like. That game felt like it was. It took the Metroid formula and didn't try to fuck it up to be interesting. Yeah, and and I'd say this is even more like Metroid. And and remember, you can get out of your suit, so like there's still interesting mechanics. But like this is the most like if you told me like oh actually this was made by Nintendo, I would have gone okay because even um. Uh, God, am I really uh, Iconoclasts, which was another great Metroidvania, um, felt a little bit less than like like this game. Like this game is so much of the DNA of Metroid. You know, you get the little save rooms that give you the suits and stuff. I love this game. I, I like it a lot. Th- this is one. Not unlike Penguin Wars, you might see um, this game in my top ten at the end of the year. Yeah, it's a cool game. Um, my friend Pedro. My friend me. Pedro is... Fucking weird? It's a weird game, um, but it's also extremely... F- like, the stuff you do in it is extremely fun. Um, like, you're just slow-mo shooting dudes in the face. Like... If Suda51 made John Wick game, I think is what I wrote in my review, is what my friend Pedro <laughs> is. And, and it, sorry, I was just going to say, my only complaint with this game is like the levels are short, so they work perfectly as far as just doing stupid stuff. My biggest complaint about this game is that there's it, it almost feels like it's trying to do too much with the way it works. So, you can... I, I'm sure you've seen the GIFs and the videos of like diving and shooting two I've dudes. been following this game for over two years. Yeah, so my issue with that is that the controls feel super cumbersome, especially at first. So, you probably have in your head, like, your idea of how this game works, but it does not work like that at all. So, in order That's to... That's never tr- good to hear. Yeah, in order to trigger slow motion, you click in the left stick. Uh, um, if you want to target two different people, you have to tap the left bumper or sorry, the left trigger, to lock onto the other enemy, and then aim with the right stick to shoot the other. It's... It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be one of those games that, again, like I was saying about uh, Darkwood, where it's clear the, the the system they were developing for was a PC. Maybe. Um, like, remember, all those buttons are nearby each other. Yeah, and it's 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 weird because it's also a lot of things to keep track of. Um, I almost feel like mapping the slow motion and the secondary aim to one button, and like as soon as you click that to lock onto a target or something, maybe then you go into. I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't affect it because the game is. I mean, it can be hard, but it's not overly unforgiving, because like I said, the levels are super short, so if you mess up, it's not a big deal to do that level over again. Um, and it's fun, like, the, the 
the and on the PC, there's a super cool feature on the PC, which is not on the Switch. Is after you finish a level, it kind of shows you a highlight of your best kill, and you can oh, auto gif awesome. it on the PC. Version. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a cool feature that I did not know existed until I saw somebody tweet about it because I was playing on the on the Switch. Uh, but, similar to Super Hot. Yeah, exactly. You can just save the GIF right there and just load it right to Twitter, which I think is cool. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't go super hot, super hot. No, thank no God, because I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that that game is super cool. Uh, it is twenty dollars, so it's not like a impulse buy, but I think it's worth the twenty bucks. And what's weird is that game was a flash game. Yeah, Bitcoin. yeah, I can see that. Like the weird. Weird stuff. Um, oh God, I can't remember who you fought in it, but it was—it looked like a Game Boy Camera game. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can see it. With the the the, the like images of people's face. Um, oh yeah, weird weird stuff. Yeah, so that, that game is cool. Um, on the Switch, I also played a little bit of Cadence of Hyrule, and I don't think I like that game. Um. And I think you I, don't like rhythm games either. No, but and again, I feel like I'm the only one who doesn't like this game. Um, yeah, I hate can, that feeling. You can actually play this game where the rhythm doesn't matter. You can put it on a mode where you don't have to match the beat. My yeah, issue, but everything moves to it still. So everything fine. still moves to it. Um, this is a Zelda game, so there's like four dungeons. Uh, you can go in. My problem with the game is that it employs too many of the things that I don't like about most indie games, which is that it has a roguelike element. So when you die, you lose everything that is not your permanent upgrades that you have bought. Um, although the game is not hard, once you get to a certain point, it's pretty simple to go through. Um... Also, I feel like I just want to play A Link to the Past, because that obviously feels like what this is modeled after. And your character moving, even when you're not playing by the beat, your character still moves grid by grid. And it just... I don't know. There's just something about it that is just not clicking with me. Um, although I will say that the music is fucking fabulous. It's so Hated good. it. Zero out of ten. <laughs> no. I definitely don't hate it, but it is just not... It is not clicking with me, and that and that's how I feel about Darkwood. Like I, I'm, I'm torn because I know it's a game that's worth more, but for me, it's just not hitting it. Yeah. Um. I also have played. I got super addicted to Judgment yesterday. I'm gonna end up with that game at some point. That game. Is really good. So, if you bought it digitally, you could get it this week. Yeah, I'll be buying a physical copy. Yeah, a lot of people are mad because they can't play the physical version until next week. But I, I'm in no rush. I don't have time to play it. I just it'll sit next to the Yakuza games. I don't have time to play. Well, I was just like, I was like, I don't want to start this because I have not finished Kiwami and I haven't, you know, moved on through the Yakuza games. But I'm like, I want to see what this game is. I want to see if I'm going to enjoy it. So I booted it up, and four hours later, I finished Chapter One. So, seeing so Jay's not here to answer my questions, you'll have to do. Yeah. Um. So. It plays like a Yakuza game, still, Dude, it's, right? Dude, it's, it's a Yakuza game. It takes place in Kamurocho. 
But you do investigative. You do work investigation too? stuff. So you, um, so the combat. Let, let's say this is Yakuza. The combat is still goofy. Uh, you still have skill trees that you can level up. Uh, your combat, your standard stuff, and you also have a new skill tree for investigation, which includes things like picking locks, uh, examining photos, uh, collecting evidence, things like that. But These are skills you have to learn. I don't know how to look at photos yet. No, no, no. You can look at them. The skill tree lets you look at things and discover them faster. Or it le- um. Like, for example, if you're looking at a photo and you're supposed to find a piece of evidence in the photo, you can buy an upgrade in the skill tree that makes the controller rumble when you hover over the evidence. Um, you can upgrade your lock picking so that it shows you the line where you need to move the lock pick. Um... You can upgrade the window of timing that you have to do this other lock picking minigame where you got like this we- this wire that you're pulling a deadbolt with. It's little things like that that you can upgrade. Oh, it's that type of stuff that makes me want to play this game. Yeah, it's um, and just like Yakuza, this game is like side missions and side activities galore. Um, no, I wasn't going to say that because there's not. Oh. I haven't run into a bunch of those. Jingle jangle, come look at the keys. Like, ooh, pretty. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I'm never finished. I haven't got sidetracked by any side missions because they're not. The only thing I've seen so far are friend missions, and I don't know if stuff unlocks later. I'm sure there are, um, but there are friend missions where you can meet people and do things for them and become friends with them. Um, but the main story missions have been keeping me going, and, and one of the things that the Yakuza team does so well is that they create this world and these characters that tell this extremely long but extremely interesting... Like I said, Chapter 1 was four hours. Nice. And it is just the beginning of this overarching story. And I already already love, like, so many of the characters in this game. And another huge thing, it's all in English. English. It's all in English. And it's good. (laughs) It's good English voice acting. People that hate dubs... And I'm, I know I'm going to piss people off. Fuck off. I mean, fuck off. I, I, I hate people that just hate dubs for no reason. Yes, there's shitty dubs. There's shitty voice acting in general. It doesn't have to be done from Japanese. That's just shitty voice acting or shitty writing. Um, but I love the option to have a dub there. Yeah, you can do either or. To me, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't take me out of the experience. I, in my head, can go, yeah, these people are probably speaking Japanese. It didn't bother me in Sleeping Dogs. Although they do jump back and forth between. Well, some of the some of the tertiary characters in this game still speak Japanese, which I think is kind of funny. Like the lady that works at the burger, ah. the burger joint, she talks to me in Japanese, and I think that's funny. But I just... The idea that a Japanese uh, vocal track, which, by the way, most of you can't fucking understand that complain about this on the internet, is somehow better. Like, you can't understand it. We That might be shitty voice acting in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You, just because you can't understand doesn't mean it sounds good. People in Japan might go, wow, this fucking vo- the, the vocal... <laughs> the, the voiceover work in this sucks! And you're yeah, like the American so that good. can't understand it going, this is way better than I. Uh, yeah, I've never, I've never been. I like the option of both. 
And you have and some. This is the first time. You have some really good people, like the guy that made the voice is the main character. I think he's voiced by Brian Chen. Um, he nails it. Like that character, I like that character a lot. The uh, character they had to replace because the one guy did cocaine. Um, <laughs> in Japan, uh, he has an interesting voice. I feel like that one was like a oh. Yeah, because I've, I've watched the trailers when they showed off the game, and I was like, oh, okay. That's that's exactly the voice I'd expect for this character. That's not necessarily a good thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm i excited to give this game a shot. Oh, Steve Bloom is in this. Of course he is. Yeah, so, so is Ray it, Chase. Uh, Matt Mercer's in it, too. Robbie Damond. Looks like the Final Fantasy crew's here. Yuri Lowenthal? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, you can't complain about this being a bad voice cast. No, it's it's really good, and the characters oh, are really boy. good. Also, I went into Club Sega and played Fighting Vipers and Virtua Fighter 5. They brought back Virtua Fighter 5. Yeah, it's in there. I like booted it straight up like this is the first time I've played Virtua Fighter 5 on my PlayStation 4. I... And fighting vipers, like that'd be the. Fr- I'm assuming it's the arcade version. It is. Like, it's beautiful. I only have. I only have the Saturn version. Took me two seconds to remember how to play that game, and I made it about halfway through the arcade mode. And I could have continued. It's like a hundred yen per. Would have been great if it was the. Would have been great if it was like the Japanese Saturn version with Pepsi Man. Yeah, yeah. And it was that. Yeah, it's that. I think. He's in Fighting Vipers, and then there's Fighters Mega Mix, which has the is, Daytona uh, car, the Daytona car, and the A2 logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, Fighting Vipers is in here, and it's man. There's all Puyo Puyos in there too. So man, I, I played a full-on match of Puyo Puyo. There's there's more arcades. Like I I haven't visited all of them. I think Space Hair, obviously Space Harriers, and everything. I'm so glad that. I know that like Sega reissues a lot of their stuff all the time, but I'm so glad that they they do just so it's playable. And the fact that they just are like, yeah, you bought a game at like full price or on discount because you can get you know uh, Kiwami and Zero for uh, you know, twenty bucks now, brand new. Um, the fact that they just are like, yeah, here's a bunch of arcade games, just go at it. That's awesome. Yeah, this this game continues the tradition. I mean, if you've played Yakuza and you don't like Yakuza, I mean, this ain't going to change your mind. It's I, I I didn't click with it before. I've said it before on this podcast. Go into it like an RPG. Yeah. Do not expect an action game because that's what I did, and I was like, this sucks. Yeah, as soon no. as I, as soon as Jay, because Jay was talking about one of them, he's like, yeah, it's an RPG. I went, oh. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Oh, that makes a lot more game. sense now. The only action game they made was that zombie one, and it was terrible. But that was still even an RPG to some extent. It was, but it was more actiony. Yeah. There's guns. also a House of the Dead style light gun shooter in this game. Oh. So, oh, man. yeah, except you're shooting Yakuza zombies. That's pretty great. No, it, this game is incredible. Once again, they've nailed it. Uh, I also played uh, Crash Team Racing. I have that. I bought it on PS4 so I could get the retro skins. It's so good. I want to 
play it really bad. It's so good. So I've beat the adventure mode, um, just the trophy version. I didn't go back and get the secondary and tertiary um, races because those are really fucking hard. Uh, and to be fair, the regular races are really fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, Justin has been complaining about it on Twitter. But, Liking the game, but like, holy shit, is it difficult. Um, so I restarted it on easy, and I am not mad at it anymore. Easy is completely playable. Um, it's still challenging, but it's not hard at all. As long as you don't fall off the track, you're probably going to win. So... Um, but some of the, the other, like, those are just the races. And the thing about Crash Team Racing is, uh, it's hard. The rubber banding is terrible. Uh, and the problem is, is that in order to complete anything in that game, you have to be first. You do not get a trophy for second place. You do not get, so when you go back and do the collect the letters crash, if you collect them and don't finish first, it does not count. Um, there's one where you have to hit boxes that freeze the timer, and if you do not hit the time that it sets for you, you do not get anything. Uh, this game is... is Punishing. It is. It's very hard. Um, so if Some you, may say the Dark Souls of racing. I, I wasn't going to say that. Some people also deserve to be pushed into a wood chipper. Yes. But if you just want to enjoy the game, play it on easy. You know, I get so tired of people throwing games on normal or hard when they're very hard games and then complaining that they're not going to finish them because they're too hard. I'm like, the option is there. Yeah. Options are your friend. Yeah. I'm going to go through and look at my options for Darkwood. Yeah. If you just want to play the game and have the uh, judgment has a mode like that, it's called simple. There's an easy mode, which is just you know for people who want to. I enjoy really it. wish they would. I'd rather it be called easy than simple. Well, there is a mode called easy. Oh, okay. And then there's a mode called simple, where simple is literally you just mash the square button and they do all the flashy combat combos. Uh, one of the games I mentioned that I. I'm not going to go into too much detail about has two separate options for difficulty based on the two portion the two main portions of the game. Tomb Raider used to do that where it was like one for combat, one for puzzles. Yes, actually yes, it's the exact same as that. Yeah. And I'm and, I'm down with that because like some people like extremely hard combat but not extremely hard puzzles and vice versa. Yes, and and Depending on how you want to play, the like Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just want to do the puzzles, but like, yeah, when when you have two sort of different genres pushed together, the ability to change the difficulty differently is super nice. Hell, even uh, even a game series I'm not a huge fan of, Uncharted Four, difficulty options. Yeah, it did. I, Accessibility options as I think. Spider Man has great accessibility options too. Yep. Yeah, these uh that's the reason why when people go, uh there shouldn't be an easy mode. Like, okay, let's not call it an easy mode and let's call it accessibility options then. Like why would you not want the money? I it doesn't you know, like what what is it really taking away from your thing? 
It doesn't yeah. take anything away, and, and that's what drives me crazy. I I don't. I love that Crash has an easy mode. I love that you know Judgment has an easy mode. I love any game that has an easy mode. Like I like the fact that Crash, um, is you know not Diddy Kong Racing where there's one level of entry and that's it. And because, because especially with Crash Bandicoot, because like kids are gonna want to have, like this is a game that kids should be able to play. Yeah, and if you right? put them on normal, you're gonna get smoked. So I like the fact. That, well, it's not even that. So like the the game's going to increase with the, in difficulty over time too. That's kind of how games are supposed to work. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, and like if you hit that point where yeah, if the game started off easy but then got super difficult towards the end it, then you're you know you've come all this way for nothing so yeah I, I like the fact that it has an easy mode yep I think that's a great way to fix this you know issue of it being maybe too difficult yeah just let me change the option now did you have to restart Tyler did you... yeah it's a separate save file that's that that's sucks. always kind of sucks but yeah I get it Yep, that's the only downside. And, I mean, everything else about this game is so good. It's It looks so pretty. It looks so incredibly good. Like, Beanox has done an absolutely outstanding job of recreating. Oh, that's right. It's fucking Beanox. Yeah, they did an incredible job Spider-Man. of rebuilding these tracks. And, man, it's, it's really good. And there's a ton of stuff to unlock. A lot of characters, a lot of stickers, a lot of cart bodies, wheels. You the know, cart bodies and wheels don't actually change anything, right? No, they do not. The characters are what dictate the they, speed. The weight, yeah. Yeah. As it should be. I hate the fact that Mario Kart... Ha- like, I like the fact that there's different carts. Don't get me wrong, but as soon as I started doing, like, here's your wheels, and here's this, and here's that, I went, alright, this might, this is... And they, they managed to do okay with it, but like I really preferred like the okay, now you can choose different carts and the, the carts also change your stats, but your character still has a lot of the stat base. I'm like that was okay. Um but like Team Sonic Racing, I don't I don't want to engage with that stuff. I just want to race. I think it's funny that Team Sonic Racing would not even be like a th- a thought in anybody's head if C T R would have launched first. Oh yeah, that would have killed that game. Like this game is a million times better than Team Sonic oh, Racing. I like I loved that game. I cuz I love Sonic, so I mean, I'm biased, but I also think that was a really competent racing game. Sure. But yeah, but it it also didn't have competition on Xbox and PS4. No, it does not. Uh, and now it does. Yeah. Bad timing too because this game released I think for $10 more or $10. No, it's the same price. It's the same it? price, yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck Team Sonic Racing by crap. There is one issue with CTR. The online mode is kind of fucked right now. A lot of disconnects, a lot of bad connections, and it's kind of broken. Uh, but they have said that they are trying to fix it. So. Yeah, that's something that you can fix with time. Yeah. I, that, I, I, yeah. That's the only. That's the only gripe I've had about this game so far. The only. The only thing that. Isn't isn't gonna be in the crash game? Is that, that I'm assuming the co? It's not a co-op for the whole campaign. Um, no, it doesn't. Because have the, the adventure screen. mode has you exploring that little 
Yeah, it, it does have split screen for the battle mode and racing, but the adventure mode, I believe, is just single player. Yeah, which that was cool in the Sonic game, that you could play co-op for the whole... Also, if you try to play CTR like you play Mario Kart with the the, the slide, you're going you're gonna to get fucking whooped. That slide works totally different, and people don't remember that. I'm assuming this... So I don't... I'm, I have no... Attachment to Crash Bandicoot. I was a Spyro guy. Okay, so you didn't uh, play CTR? No. Uh, well, I did, but I only played it at a friend's house a couple times, and and not not to the same extent we would have played Mario Kart, which he also we both had. So like, it was easier for us to both play Mario Kart. Plus, Mario Kart had the battle mode and all the courses that we remembered. You know, um, so I only played it a little bit. Uh, it plays more like Diddy Kong, right? Well, CTR plays... So, by default, the control scheme is the A button goes... Uh, on the X- oh, This is on an Xbox One controller. A okay. button is your go button. Um, the left and right bumpers are both the slide buttons, and you need two. And let me tell you why you need two. So, you, as you're going into a tight turn, you tap one of them to start the slide. There's a little meter in the bottom right, and it fills up. Once it fills all the way up, you tap the other slide button to get a boost. And you can do this and... three times in a row to get a super boost. Now, if you miss that first one, game over. No more slide. Ah, oh, I see. So there is a lot of, like, under-the-hood kind of mechanics in this game that the reason why people are getting smoked on normal and hard difficulties is because in order to win on those difficulties, you have to master that slide mechanic. And I, I suck at it. <laughs> there's there's a game I like bringing up because I love it, and it's another Sonic game. Sonic Riders is a game that has that same issue, that you will you will absolutely lose. You might be able to win the first race through luck, then as soon as you get into the second race, you get destroyed. Yeah. Because in that game, you have to your boost is based around how much air you have in your board. And if you run out of air, you start running, and you don't run as fast as everybody can fly. Um, so I like racing games with a bit of a learning curve. Oh. I also wish it didn't have rubber banding. Yeah, the rubber banding is really bad. And that wasn't an issue in Team Sonic Racing. No, it was not. Uh, but in CTR, they will... You have to be perfect if on the normal and harder difficulties. And I think that's just a carryover from the original. Sure, sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't patch it later, like making normal a little more streamlined. But right now, easy if you want to play and just unlock stuff and see the tracks, that's what you should play on. Unless you're just, you know, a master of CTR. Not normal. Um, and the last game I want to talk about is Bloodstained. All right, <laughs> rant. I know that's what you posted on Twitter for. Well, I, I'll rant. get to that after I talk about the game because I want to talk about the game. The game is really, really good. Um, I kind of went into it um, because it's been so long since Symphony of the Night that video games have kind of changed and become a little more streamlined since Symphony of the Night came out. And Bloodstained basically just says, you know what, fuck it, this is the sequel 
to Symphony of the Night that still feels like it lives in that era because it's hard. Yeah, but so was... Did you play the DS titles? Uh, a little bit. I, I was did not a handheld guy. Did you play the last guy. one? No, I, I, I like those games, but I didn't play a ton of them because I wasn't a handheld guy. Alright. Order of Ecclesia is one of the hardest of the Metroid. Like, like of the... It's the hardest of all the Castlevanias that are like the Igarashi. Sure, sure. Ones. Like it is it is extremely difficult. And in in terms of design of like characters and world, this looks a lot like that. Yeah, that's we that's... start on a boat. Like one of the first levels in, in uh Ecclesia is you along like the shoreline. So you have an ocean in the background and everything. Like it's very similar to that. So, um, but yeah, no, I understand. Like you're comparing it in terms of the style. He he didn't ditch that in later games, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I didn't say that he ditched it. But what I'm saying is, like a lot of people, have, and, and we talked about this earlier. A lot of people throw that Metroidvania thing around, which you know, symphony. It feels like everybody's been chasing Symphony of the Night since Symphony of the Night released, and I feel yeah. like Bloodstained is the first game. To actually nail it, that, well, the, outside of the outside of the DS games, I'm talking about like yeah. the console games. Yeah. So yeah, this I'm, is on a on a console. I don't think it's been. Yeah, and and to this extent. you're right. People have been chasing this for so long, and when I booted this up and I started playing, I was like, okay, this is hard. Like the first time I died, I'm like, oh fuck, I just lost all this stuff because I didn't save. But what makes this game? better to me is that it's appealing to, like, there's something about the loop that he does in his games that even if you die and you lose a bunch of shit, you want to jump right back in and go back to where you were and do what you just did and do it better. And, like, there are so many games that don't nail that loop is one of the problems I have with these roguelike games. Like, everybody makes a roguelike game, you die, you lose everything, blah, blah, blah. And it's punishing and it's not fun, but for some reason, like just the the feeling of the combat, the the difference in the weapons, the um, like every enemy has its own animation, and you start to remember those animations, and you start to learn how to play this game. And just Ken, yeah, I want you to change the blood bloodstain to Dark Souls. Yeah, no, I've always respected Dark Souls. I just. I just can't. But it's not for us. I understand that. Yeah, I, I just no. before in, I wanted to make sure it was said on this podcast <laughs> before we inevitably got someone going. But you don't like Dark Souls, no? No, 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 no. I've never said I don't. I want to like Dark Souls. I Dark want Souls. to play Dark Souls. I think Dark I think Souls. Dark Souls is that little bit too far. Yeah, like, I love. I I love the idea of Dark Souls. I love the worlds. The I play. Yeah, they're so interesting and so neat. It's just. There's something about it that I can't... I don't know what it is. I can't do it. And it sucks because I want to. I play every single one of those. I own every single one of those. And I and I love the idea of those games. But something in me just works with Bloodstain. And um, I played, I think, like five hours the first day I got the game. And I just could not stop. And like every time I get stuck, I'd walk away and go play... 10-15 minutes of something else and come back to it and figure it out to the point where I was like, alright, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna marathon this son of a bitch. Um, 
and I was just having a ball. The music is fantastic. The enemies are great. The bosses are awesome. I love all the little things that you can find. Like I found the eight bit coin and crafted a weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's like all kinds of neat things in this game. And I think I think there's inevitably going to be a different character you can play as. Yes, there'll be three playable characters total. Like they they've already said they're adding content. I hate the fucking shovel knights in this. Can we stop putting him in games already? Thirteen uh, free DLCs are coming to this game, including competitive and cooperative play. Give me give me one second. Okay. I don't I know. Need, yeah. I want to read specifically, because I know you didn't buy a physical copy. No, no, I have the digital copy. Alright. This is... This is... <laughs> this is what it says on the back. It includes content. Boss rush mode. Speed yeah. run mode. Pure Miriam outfit. More to come, with a little asterisk. Then at the bottom it says, Some modes and features will be added via content updates available after launch. I've never seen that on on a case, like a promise for more. Yeah. Right? I, I, I thought that was very interesting, and the fact that it's not, like, available as DLC, they're just like, yeah, it's going to come. I, I, I thought that was neat. And, and of course, like, the cover art is fantastic. Yeah, the, art, the artwork in this game, like, I keep running into new enemies that are just so interesting and... and... I don't know. I love the shard mechanic. So, like, every time you kill an enemy a certain amount of times, you get it shard, and then eventually you can upgrade those shards, like, by getting more of them. Which is similar to the... I think it's called... They're called souls inside of Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah. Like, it took he took all the best Castlevanias. Yeah, he basically made together. it... <laughs> he basically made it greatest hits of Castlevania. And oh, I love this game, but I had to turn it off. And I'm going to tell you why. Yep. Here it comes, everybody. So I, I want, I want, I want. <laughs> just, just give, give me a second, Ken. You can cut this out uh, of uh, the the dead air as I try to find it. Oh um, boy! Yeah, I just but... want to read verbatim <sighs> what you. Um. Uh, <laughs> June 19th. Uh, so June June 18th, we're talking about the game. Glad this game turned out awesome. Uh, I'm stuck. I beat David Hayter. Now I have blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to spoil stuff. Um, and I wrote, I have to play Duke Nukem forever for Phoenix Down, so tomorrow is going to be that. You wrote back, I have put five hours in this game already. It's nuts. This is June 18th. June 19th. Stop playing Bloodstained. <laughs> See my tweets. So I was like, um, okay. So Bloodstained came out and launched on PC, Switch, Xbox One, PS4. Uh, the PC version launched with 1.02 patch. Uh, PS4, Switch, and Xbox did not. Since then, Switch and PS4 have gotten that patch. Apparently that patch changes what's in the treasure chests. And one of those treasure chests is required to progress the game. With that patch, if you're using a save from the not 1.02 version, that progression item is no longer available. So your save file pre-1.02 patch is useless. You cannot progress the game. Now, if you're like me and you're playing on Xbox One, 
That patch doesn't exist yet. They haven't even put it up. Which means, I can try to play that game and beat it before that patch goes live. Or, I can play as much as I can, get to a certain point, that patch goes live, it updates, I have to start over. Now, people online have been telling me, like, well, you don't have to update the game. I do. And let me tell you why. Because we have two Xboxes in my house. The Xbox I play on is not my home Xbox. So in order to play my games on that one, I have to be online. And when you try to boot a game and you're online, it's going to update that game. So basically I had to turn the game off, stop playing it, and I cannot start over until patch 1.02 hits. So basically I was... I had been in a funk right before E3, like trying to get into a game, and Bloodstain was the first game that hooked me, and I just wanted to keep playing it. you in the dick. And then I had to turn it off. I, I haven't been able to boot it since they announced this. Now, I saw the Twitter over the weekend basically saying that they were trying to make it so that the 1.02 patch on Xbox would work. Like you could continue from your save. They were trying everything they could, since that's the one that hasn't launched yet. But... They still haven't come out and said anything, and that patch is supposed to launch this week, and there's a chance I'll have to start over. And I will, because I like that game a lot. But I'm very Are you mad. reviewing this game for the site, Ken? Yeah, I'm reviewing it, so I have, yeah, to, right. I have to play it. But it just makes me so mad that I had to stop playing this game. Like, how did... How? How do you fuck up something so bad... Yeah, I mean that's a first, um, and not to be too too critical of this game, but uh, what's with load times? I mean, this isn't the only game that I've been having issues with. What's with all the load time? Did you not know? Like, I had a load the like. I haven't like, noticed the, any load time issues. Uh, like, yeah, they're they're not a minute. Long, but they are come fucking close. Huh. I, and you're I just sitting there going like, this feels way too long. I'm not, I'm not sure why. Like, even Darkwood, which is on my Xbox, I have Bloodstained for my PS4. I was like, what's with the load times for this? Like, it's not generating anything. Like, it's, it's loaded, it has to load a pre-made world, like, just in the, in comparison to something like Days Gone, right, have that issue. I was like, all right, Days Gone has an initial bad load, and then as soon as it like I don't have loading issues again. But like as soon as I hit a load screen in in both of these games, I'm like, why? What? What in this game is so long? Hmm. And it's not the only stuff. Like I've seen other people complaining about uh, other games online. Of all of a sudden, just like. And it, again, it's it's a first world problem, especially in when you're playing a great game. But it's just it's it, it's weird that we're seeing some longer load times again. When I swear they haven't been as bad yeah. the last couple of years. I think that's going to be a big focus of the next gen consoles is that both of these new machines are getting NVMe drives, which I think has a transfer rate of like three gigabits a second. 
So I'm I'm hearing that loading time in the next generation is going to be the big focus. Like we may not, uh, we'll see. Obviously, a jump in graphic fidelity. We'll probably get 4K 60 on these new machines, but the loading time is going to be huge. So, and it, like it wasn't too much of an issue, but it was just something I should felt I needed to bring up because it's weird to go, huh? All right, like that's it's it's kind of like an oddity more than anything. Like it's not a concern. Like I've sat through way worse loading screens. Um, yeah, there's some bad loading times out there. The intro, the intro loading for Days Gone. Oh, it's oh, well, absolutely. We're just black screen, and you're just like, all right, right before you even get to the, like the menu, like what the fuck is going on? Crash Team that, Racing that. has some bad loading times. Oh, that was the other game. Yes, that yeah. was the other game. I was, I was like, I don't want to say it for sure. Yeah, I saw that one getting there, too. It's like, what happened? Yeah, these consoles... Like, none of these games are like, super... Like, you have to load a giant world. I, I don't know. It was just it was an odd thing to kind of notice. Like, that people have been complaining about. Like, the fact that people have... have Quite a few people on Twitter have said stuff. I'm like, okay, so I'm not alone in seeing that. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Again, nowhere near as bad as stuff we've had on PS2 and PS1. But just, we'd come so far and now it's just odd to see again. It's like Return of a Family Member you don't really like. All the games that I play regularly, I actually have an SSD for my Xbox One. I load them on there. Uh, So, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey... Mortal Kombat 11, Overwatch, all of those are on my SSD. I don't put a lot on there because it's only 500 gig, but I keep my most played games on there. But no, Bloodstained is um, it's a great, great game. You can't play. It's a great. It's it's killing me because I want to play it. I see it like even the artwork, like on my on my dashboard on my Xbox, it's like staring at me. Like, look how good I look. I want you to play me. You can't play me. It hurts, man. It hurts. But no, that's a lot of games. Um, there's a lot to play. I'm also playing two things I can't talk about. I know you're playing one of them as well. Yeah. I, I played about two hours of that. I'm also playing Samurai I Showdown. Play yet. I'm also playing Samurai Showdown. No shit. Yeah. Alright. Uh, that game is out this week. You can, we can actually talk a little bit about it. It's... um. I can't. I guess I can't say if I like it or not. But um, that's the Samurai Showdown game. All right. Uh, Can I? Then I have to ask if when does that come out? Uh, Tuesday. And the embargo's Tuesday. Yes. Okay. Yes. You can continue because then I'm gonna just explain what the Sinking City is. Uh, Samurai Showdown is uh, obviously a one v one fighter, um, but it's. Think of it as like Bushido Blade Light. Like you can literally do attacks in that game to take like three quarters of your opponent's health in the first hit, just depending on how hard you hit them. Um, and it's got a what's it's almost like a pastel kind of art style, kind of like an ink, okay. like ink style. Uh, has a black and white mode for some of the finishers. It's very brutal. You can cut like your opponents in half. Ooh. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's an interesting game. Like, if you try to play it like Street Fighter, you're going to hate it. But if you succumb to its actual mechanics, it's an interesting uh, back and forth. 
Hmm. So, I, I'm curious how that game will do, because Samurai Showdown was always like a niche kind of thing, even more so than SNK's other fighters. And I will be interested to see, because there's a lot of people that love the old Samurai Showdown. But, I don't know how it sits in today's system, considering you know Mortal Kombat 11 just dropped. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Alright, well, The Sinking City is a survival horror game based around Lovecraftian uh, worlds. And yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's not just that story. I'm not going to go into other Lovecraft stories, but um, it's not that just that story that they're building off of, which is really neat. Um, but uh, it's a it's made by Frogwares. Oh, yeah. So it's a detective game that turns into a over-the-shoulder third-person shooter horror game like Resident Evil. You said Frogwares, and I just get nervous. It's... (laughs) It's an interesting combination. I have no feelings one way or the other. Today. Um, Well, today, because I haven't played enough. Um... But you do a full investigation portion of that game. And when I said you have two options, you can basically turn that off, where it just tells you what to do. Oh. Right? So if you don't want to do the investigation part and want to just play it as a survival horror game, you can. You can also basically make the survival horror portion a joke. Okay. Um, there's crafting, because they don't... They, they want you to not necessarily rely on ammo. So they don't basically just tell you, like, craft. Um, I haven't actually engaged with most of this game yet. I literally played for an hour. Um, and I was just trying to get my bearings. But uh, big open world. It, I, I'm, I'm surprised because I didn't know what I was getting into. Other than the fact that it was Frogwares and they're the ones that make the Sherlock Holmes games. Um, and... I expected more of that, uh, but the <laughs> fact is that they, yeah, they have a Resident Evil sort of game that's, and because of what they're basing it off of, um, it's a lot of, oh god, what's the, uh, what is Silent Hill considered, what type of, psychological horror. Yeah. So, there's an insanity meter, which I have engaged with that causes you to see things and the way it's done is unique I will be playing a lot of this game not necessarily just because I'm reviewing it but I have a genuine interest in playing more of it unlike Darkwood which has a which is a psychological horror game that I'm not do not want to play more of oh there you go there's a lot of fucking games to play yeah, yeah, I'm noticing that's an issue. There's a lot of games coming out this week. Um, I want to, I want to take a minute before I go through this list, and just note that there are two very large games coming out this week that seem so. I guess taking letters out of words is interesting. So, Judgment's out this week. It's spelled without an e after the g. Judgment is 
There's two ways of spelling judgment. There is, but most people spell it with the e after the. the I've never seen it spelled that way. But that might be a, that might be a um, that might be a, a U.S. Uh, British thing. I'm It'd not be. sure. Also, Samurai Showdown. So much so that I know people have like I see like the articles like what's out next week on the stores, and people will spell it with two W's. It only has one. Yeah, it's it's S H O. D O W N. Yeah. Instead of S H O W D O W N. I just I found it interesting. There was two games out this week like that, with unique spellings of their games. I want to say that Showdown is referencing something that's Japanese, though. Yeah, I think so, because all of the original games are spelled that way, too. I had to look it up, because I noticed it on the Xbox dashboard, and I was just like, oh, did Microsoft just spell it wrong? And I was like, oh, no, wait, that's how it's always been spelled. Okay. Um, A lot out this week. We've got Akash, Path of the Five, which I've heard a lot of people talking about. Uh... I've uh, never heard of it. It's got a unique art style from what I'm remembering. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a weird art style, yeah. Yeah, like, people have been talking about that game. I it's didn't realize... A, um, it looks like a uh, visual novel. Yeah. Uh, Attack of Toy Tanks. Car Mechanic Simulator. Because, you know... I've heard, Listen, that game is really popular on Steam, so... Let's come to consoles. It's coming to consoles this week. And, and not like ironically either. I should specify that because saying it's good on Steam means nothing. No, it doesn't. Uh, Counterfight 3. Death's okay. Gambit, which I'm assuming is a physical release because that's been out for a while, right? Sure. Uh, F1 2019, which we actually have a copy of and John is reviewing. <laughs> uh, Irony Curtain. From Matroishka with Love. I think is how you say that. Uh, Judgment, which we already mentioned. Kid Trip. Medusa and Her Lover. Okay. Uh, Monster Jam, Steel Titans. Can't believe they're still making those games. Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden Deluxe Edition. Paper Dolls Original. Pool Nation FX. They just keep trying to release that game again. Samurai Showdown. Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm assuming it's another VR experience. Super Neptunia RPG. Mm. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always afraid. They stop sending us those games because, you know. Uh, the Sinking City. We yeah, the yeah. Revolution. Furwind, Nekopara Volume 3, Wartech Fighters, uh, a couple of new PlayStation Hits games out this week, Friday the 13th, and Neo, Hollow Knight Collector's Edition, Mercenary Kings Reloaded Edition, uh, a physical copy of Star Wars Bounty Hunter. For PS4. Yep. Which is just the PS2 game, everybody. Yeah. Outbreak, Lost Hope. Um, let's go to the Switch. Before you do that, which because Super Neptunia RPG is going to be said for that as well. I looked it up because I'm like, how are they still pushing this? They have they have dropped 3D graphics. 
Sure. It's a, now a, like, Final Fantasy people are standing on one side of the screen across from another, and then they fight. Yep. Just, it's funny how they, they're like, yeah, okay, we're not making enough money, so we're going to change this up a bit. On the Switch this week, we got a lot of the stuff we've already mentioned, but also we have uh, Devil May Cry. For for what, 20 bucks? It's nineteen ninety nine. yeah. Oh, fucking God. Uh, Bloodstained. Capcom. Bloodstained is not out on Switch, by the way. It's it out on the... It comes out this week, 25th, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, Mutant Year Zero. Hey, maybe you'll get... Maybe they'll have the... Pa- <laughs> One can hope, right? Yeah. Uh, Mutant Year Zero is making its debut on the Switch. Baobab's Mausoleum Episode 2, 1313 Barnabas Dead End Drive. Do, do you follow all that? No. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't even decide to try to... T- as soon as you started going on this, I'm like... <laughs> It's way too much. BitLogic, a cyberpunk arcade adventure. Cheeky Cheeky Boxy Pro Wrestling. Dandy Dungeon, Legend of Brave Yamada. Epic Astro Story. Gunya Fighter. Alright. Trash. Skip to something quality. Graveyard Keeper. Okay. I'm back people to, like that. I'm back to trash. Human rocket person. I don't know, Ken. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Get, like that one. Like that, you never know, right? That could be. No. The don't... fact that I typed in human rocket person and the first thing was free download, and it's a dollar ninety nine, and it's. Um... No, okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm, okay. Done no, the, no. I'm done with no. the Switch shit. I, I'm just no, no, I, no. Ken, <laughs> is it twenty five dollars on the Switch? No, it's, free it's, everywhere it's, else. It, maybe, maybe it might be too. Um, human Rock Person is an absurd and fun platformer where you jump and fly through different levels on your trusted pogo stick using ass juice as fuel. Okay. All right. So you that's right. You you have explosive diarrhea to fly. He's naked on the steam store page. Okay. I got you know what? I'm just I'm just going into it. I'm going into it right now. I'm so fucking tired of the switch. I love my switch, I do. But I, I got to go on this. So there's a couple of things that happened this week. First off, there was that Blade 2 game that came out. Which is a Korean action RPG that is apparently free to play on a phone. Yeah, they're selling it. They're selling it on the Switch for twenty five dollars. Well, there is that car game too that was sold for that. Hold on, do you remember? No, what what was it? What was what car game? I don't remember. I don't remember what car game it was, but there was a mobile car. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. The um. The one... Oh, fuck, what was it called? I reviewed it. Yeah. Because it, um, it was free-to-play on the mobile... Gear Club? Gear Club Unlimited. Or yeah. Gear Unlimited or whatever. Yeah. It's Gear Club okay. Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Also this week, I, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but I saw a bunch of people like posting their pictures of getting Tiny Troopers XL on the Switch. Okay, so... Yes... That game I sucks! Can... Okay. <laughs> so, 
I have, I have, okay, Ken, I saw that, and I'm like, what conspiracy am I looking at? Like, people are like, dude, I have copies if anybody needs one. Nobody and wants like, one! <laughs> I'm like, what crack are you smoking? Wait, like, I, I legitimately had to look it up. So, from my understanding, the North American copies are either not supposed to be out yet, or are extremely rare, but the European versions are aren't okay but i can <laughs> go and talk to collect like you, i we listen we've all talked and like i have a picture on my twitter of my fucking game collection it's too much i admit it we talk about the the necessity of physical things i am not a collector i buy games that i think i'm going to play is it, don't but this have video game hold on four, wait right these yes this is this is a clearly a case of some of people Trying to, and I'm going to break some hearts here, trying to collect full sets. But let me spoil something for you folks. A, limited run makes that a very hard thing to do. B, no one's going to buy your complete Switch collection. I mean, what if you post no it with, one. I have tiny troopers? <laughs> yeah, no, here's the, th- here's the thing. I think part of it is because We've seen people going for, like, complete NES collections and shit. Sure, sure. However, those games can still be played. Like, if they are released broken, they are always 100% broken. This game, if it's updated at all, it doesn't matter what's on the shelf anymore. Well, that's the case with every game, right? Nowadays, yes. But what I'm saying is, is like people for some reason, the Switch and the Vita have obsessive collectors, but no one's going to buy them. They're going to be worth nothing. I just don't. I I, I am to the point now where all you have to do to make. I feel like I could make a game, and if and I put it on, on Switch, and if I put it on Switch, I would make money because Dude, people you, just buy for. If you if you made cartridges, you'd even make more. I know because people really just buy really these cartridges. Like whatever really happened to thousand. buying games that are interesting to play? Look, I'm not saying people can't generally enjoy that. I, I mean, to, to each their fucking own. But I don't know, man. That that disappeared a long time ago. And I, I, I when and this is this is kind of and to explain the reason why I used to get upset with you telling me like why would you buy physical or whatever because. My thing is just a cost issue. Like, if it's cheaper digital, for the most part, unless it's like a series I really, really love, I have some investment in, I'll just buy the digital shit. But that's what I'm saying. It's like these limited run, and and not just limited run in general. There's like 50 of these companies now. Well, okay, so limited run, and this is the this is the key difference between limited run and other companies. And I love, um, oh god, uh, special reserve. Games. That's how I have my copy of Shadow War Two on PS4. They came, it, and when I bought it, it came with a disc copy of Shadow Warrior One as well. But um, they're the ones that sold Absolver on disc. They're the ones that sold me um, Strafe on disc. But Strafe got updates since. Limited Run tries not to sell games that are not complete for the most part, unless they've made a deal 
with publishing rights for like a, a Kickstarter, generally they release older games that have been out already for collectors that have all the patches. They, it, they've admitted it. They, they've actually held back games before to get all the DLC on the disc. I, I understand that. That's but not, they are they are the rare exception. But that's not that wasn't even my issue. My issue was that like people like well, physical's cheaper. A lot of these digital games that you buy, like for example, Tiny Troopers is why you can probably get it for like five dollars, right? That physical yeah. version is probably running for what thirty, forty bucks. Yeah, that's I, not cheaper I, in anybody's wallet. Um, what is it? Tiny Troopers. Tiny Troopers XL or something like that. I don't know. I saw people with handfuls of copies of this of this thing. Yeah, so Tiny Troopers Two Special Ops by Chilingo. Uh, oh yeah, it's 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 free with in app purchases. But I'm just like, I just don't get, I don't get this. But Ken, I, that's the reason why when you used to come at me about having physical, that's kind of. My point was, I'm not buying sh- just shit to have. Like, that's how I thought you were saying it to me. was like, no. not buying shit to have. And I'm like, no, I, I realize now that wasn't the case after moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I realized it after moving a bunch of shit going, I don't want to do this again. I but, like um, I like having no discs on my shelf. It's very it's very freeing to me. Oh, I love having it on the shelf, but moving it's a pain in the ass. So I don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I, I buy stuff genuinely to play it, and yeah, there are a ton of people. It, nothing. I'm gonna piss off some people, I'm sure, but I, I don't think I think I think our listeners are better than this. Some people post their collections online. And I see their collections. And yeah, I have some sealed games on the shelf. For sure. I have some issues, and I'm willing to admit it. Um, but I see people with, with games on their shelf that are still in the shrink wrap. They have no intention of ever opening them. And it's not li- just limited run stuff. It's like just games they bought to have. And I don't, and you know what? I had this issue on Steam, but Steam was because I'm like, I'll get around to that, and it's like five bucks on sale from regular like seventy or whatever. Um, but like, I don't know when it, we gamified buying games, but that's it, it's it's like, man, why not have that to like? Why not let someone buy that that's actually gonna fucking play it? You know? I don't. And 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 this is and and here's the thing, most of these people are not trying to be a museum. There's a gentleman who's um, unfortunately uh, passed away last year during E3 of all things, which just sucks. Um, Sid Bolton um, was a was a really really nice guy. Um, passed away suddenly. Um, he ran a museum, like he had a museum in his backyard. He had a huge building in like his backyard because he had quite a bit of property. Um, and he had old computers, and he had a copy of, like, almost every game released in North America. Um, and it was, it was to document. Like, it was, it was for a museum. Like, he, he ran a museum. You could pay and go and see stuff. He tried to get kids into stuff. Like, but most people aren't doing that. It's just co- their collection. Like, look at my room full of shit that I don't touch. I don't get it. And that's th- this, this, these pictures of tiny troopers just scream that to me. I don't get it. Like, why would you want that on your shelf? 
I don't know. Everybody always uses the preservation thing. Like, we, if everything is digital, we won't be able to play it in the future. And I, I got news for you. If I can't play Tiny yeah. Troopers 2... Yeah, then, your, your life's not ruined. I'm okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been very vocal about my, my desire to keep CDs, which I know sounds absurd to some people. Guess what I'm not doing? Just buying CDs to make sure that they're preserved. Right? Like, why the fuck would I do that? I buy stuff that I want to listen to. I don't, I don't buy shit just to have it. Like, if you walked in and you saw somebody say movie collection, and they had some shit, you're like, why the fuck would you own this? And they went, ah, it's just for the collection. You'd fucking think it's crazy. Yeah. Because no one does that. Like, even music fans, even music fans who are out of their mind, um, like, there are some people out there that, like, Get another hobby. <laughs> Take walks. Um, th- music fans buy music that they want to listen to. I, I don't get... I, I, so when I say, like, I think it's people who see the NES collections that go for a lot and stuff. And we got some rare ones in here. No one is going to pay uh, out the ass. Like, the, the Tiny Troopers is never going to be $120, $1,000, like it's not going to happen because we're going to move on to the next console and then that's it. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's, it's yeah, man. It's such a weird thing. I I just saw I saw a bunch right. of people like it made no sense to me cuz like on Twitter I'm seeing a bunch of people with tiny troopers copies. I'm like, "So?" It it's because it's because I think there was um they were sold before they were supposed to be. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, when I was young, um, around the time Episode One Star Wars came out, me and okay, a bunch I was alive for that too. Can't you can't play the when I was young? Nice try, Ken. I, well, I was I was in my late teens when this happened. Oh. Um, oh, I forget we're actually not too far off. In age, yeah, but. so so like when that was going on, the resurgence of Star Wars action figures happened. So me and my friends, right? Before, right? What's that? Right before they had they reissued yeah they reissued like a bunch of the old figures yeah because that's how I had my Darth Vader figure we would go to Walmart like on Friday nights and like around two or three o'clock in the morning when they would stock them and try to get the rare versions of those figures and at the time you could sell that five six dollar figure for forty fifty bucks nowadays you can't throw those things away (laughs) it's just that's the other thing right like. This isn't going to be a... So if it's beating Street Date, there's going to be more of them. But that's the thing that people don't understand. The reason why the NES games are are worth more is, A, they aren't reprinting them. It's just not going to happen. It's not cost-effective. Even if they do, they're not official. Like, they're not Nintendo-sanctioned. And a lot of those companies are either gone entirely... Someone has bought the rights and isn't reissuing them, or they're shit. Yeah. And a lot of the games that are rare on any are complete crap. Oh, absolutely, they're bad. And games. the games that aren't, like, who owns the rights to Little Samson? I don't exactly. Know. That's the issue. That's the reason why, like, because who owns that Sunsoft license? Like, does Sunsoft the, the, does the company that have the Sunsoft name still own the rights to that? God knows. And it's stuff like that that makes those those collections rare. Um, 
but as we go on, yeah, there's like a couple PS2 games, and as soon as you hit PS3, the games like stop at a hundred bucks. You know, like it's so funny to me because of my mentality of this. And you, you give me a hard time about this all the time. But you know what game? It's weird. Like one of the games that means more to me than anything else is a game that is not worth anything. Oh no, 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 Ken. And and the thing is, the thing about it is, is it's like I look at it as like that's precious to me that I own a copy of you know Eternal Champions for the Sega oh. CD. Like I have the disc still, but that means more to me than I had a copy of Tron Bon. For the PlayStation One, yeah, which is worth like four hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. It's it's ridiculous yeah. what that thing was worth. But I didn't like that game, <laughs> so it meant yeah. nothing to me to sell that game to somebody. Whereas if you asked for my Eternal Champions disc, I'd be like, you can go to hell. Well, that's the reason why I like I have a Sega Saturn, um, and I have outside of missing Panzer Dragoon Saga, like I have the other two Panzer Dragoon games. I have both. Knights, um, I, like I have quite a few games, and, and some of them are, you know, hundred plus dollars. Nothing that's four hundred, um, but I have genuine enjoyment out of those games. Like I played those as a kid. Yeah. Um, it, you know, but like I had Wave Race sixty four. Yeah. People love that game. That game still go I, like in a box. Now the box is not in the greatest condition, but it wasn't also in a terrible condition. I had no interest in playing that again. I don't like that game. People love that game, so I sold it. Exactly. And it, like, it's it, for me, it's more about what I enjoyed as opposed to what was worth money. Yeah, I, and I totally... I Listen, I own a copy, and I've said it before, it's my favorite baseball game, Super Baseball Simulator 1000 for Super Nintendo. Um, I have it in the box. It's a beat-up box. I don't give a shit. I love it. I love that game a lot. I bought that for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. There's like ten bucks in box. Like, I could I buy, buy. I could replace my copy of Eternal Champions for like twelve dollars off Amazon. Right. Like it. It. That's if you're going to collect and like the, collect stuff you actually want to play. Yeah. That's because there might be a point where you just don't have interest in staying up with the newer stuff. And that's kind of why I buy games. Um, now, to be fair, I definitely am going to screw myself over the. But like playing. Some of the Xbox 360 games, I don't have to even... There's not any update for them, so I don't feel bad about having bought a bunch of Xbox 360 games, mostly to replace the PS3 versions I had, because they run better. But, um... It's just... It's... It's it's just weird. I, I don't get the idea of just collecting shit to collect shit. Although, that being said, I bought a bunch of stuff for Phoenix Down this year. So, yeah, but you did it for a reason. Right, yeah, like I, I, I have more enjoyment talking to Drew and Matt about that than the game itself necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we but, should probably finish yeah. out what's coming out on Switch. Uh, more crap. Just fuck it. Who gives a shit? Um, anything of quality, Ken? Uh, MotoGP nineteen. Maybe. Uh, Sega Ages Virtual Racing and Sega Ages Wonder Boy and Monsterland. Okay. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't even listen. I love Wonder Boy. That's that's probably the, my least favorite of the Monster World series. And it's an arcade game. Yeah, one more yeah. game. One more. There's a, there's like ten, but I'm only gonna name one. Super Mario Maker Two is out on Friday. Is it out on Friday? Yeah, baby. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah. Didn't they put out the first one like shortly after E3 as well? Probably. It's a summer kind yeah. of game. 
I hope it, I hope everybody gets what they want out of that. I hope they bring back costumes because I know a lot of people. I think that game will have some good legs. Well, it can't. Yeah, because people actually have the console this time. Yeah, exactly. First one had legs and nobody owned the thing. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. government has banned League of Legends in Iran and Syria. That's a headline for you, right? Good for those two countries. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't like League of Legends. Sorry, I, I just don't understand MOBAs. I've tried and to play them, help. and I'm terrible at them. And it doesn't help that I have people saying, Leave! Um, Square Enix has made a statement that uh, they have a rule for remakes, and that it is that it must surpass the original. Have they? Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck right off with that. Yeah, okay, let's have a talk, Dark Enix. Explain to me the shitty Super Nintendo port remake things for mobile devices. When you can say that's genuinely better than the originals, when it looks like you just smeared grease over it, when you can do that, then we can have a talk. But until that time, fuck off, that's bullshit. You had, to, you had to be dragged fucking through the coals to fix Chrono Trigger. F- fuck right the fuck off. Oh, and Secret of Mana, um, the remake on PS4. People love that. It was so much better than the original. Square Enix full of shit, like always. Well, speaking of Square Enix being full of shit, oh I don't know God. if you saw the uh, the hoopla on the internet over the weekend about an article that came out. <laughs> oh no, is this the the bra size? Yes, that one. Fucking dear GameSpot. What? <laughs> no, dear dear internet. Who cares? Well, fucking these what? people are not real. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, the body pillow that you have next to you in bed is now no longer canon. I don't care yeah. about these characters. I like they're not real. The boob the lack of boob gets in the way of my enjoyment of the game. You know. You know what? I, I porn. I don't take a side on either one of these. I think both of y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> Like oh the people, the people who are championing the, the 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 lewdness of these characters, and the people who are fighting against it. Oh no, it's both dumb. Both I, of I, you I, are I, just just stop. That's the reason why when people go like, "This is very unrealistic." Well, guess good what? Guess what? Good news. They're fucking video games. I'm riding a chicken <laughs> across a field, fighting a jelly monster. <laughs> Of course it's unrealistic. I, I, I fight a ghost train. <laughs> I suplex a train. I suplex a ghost train. What's the... No, there's... Um, it's a house. It's a house in... Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, man. The realism. Here's a giant robotic scorpion, and one guy has a gun for an arm. Yeah. You didn't know that was real? Don't you know that Sephiroth is a... a Sephiroth turns into a giant angel at the end. Spoiler alert, but isn't Tidus's dad in Final Fantasy X a giant wave? Uh, or something like that? Neither of, the, neither of them are real. That's what I'm saying. Like, isn't he a They're wave dreams. at one point? They're dreams, Ken. They're not real in the not real game. So he was made by midichlorians, is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> that's the best description of it, yep. 
Oh, man. People need to chill the fuck out. Just play video games. Just stop. stop. I saw that article pop up, and I was like, oh, man. Both sides of the fence are going to have a field day with this one. Game, game spot. Listen, I get it. you got to make that bank. Well, you know websites are trying to get their clicks up because Game of Thrones ended and now everybody's doing articles about Stranger Things. Uh, well, Stranger Things is about... Well, yeah, it's, awesome. it's not about video games, though. Yeah, but GameSpot isn't just video... Or no, it's IGN that I'm thinking of. Yeah, IGN right? talks about comics and stuff, too. Sure. After years. I'm pretty sure they own, like... One of them owns comic book resources or comic vine. One of the two. I don't know. I, I don't... It's just... I'm glad I'm not in that business. Yeah, me too. Uh, in sad news, Microsoft has laid off a bunch of the original content team members from things like uh, Mixer and Inside in Xbox. Yeah, it's always disappointing to hear people, especially quality teams. It's like not like they weren't, you know. Yeah, like if they were doing, if they did a terrible job, they kind of have to make a cut somewhere. But like, yeah, Mixer's not the most popular streaming platform, but like. It's not bad from everybody that's used it. Like, I haven't heard anything negative about it. No, I use it to watch, um, like, some of the press conferences, and the quality of it's really good. And the, the, the controller sharing and stuff, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> EA has vocally stated that they are committed to Anthem. No, EA has another statement, Ken, that I want to talk about. You want to talk about the surprise mechanics? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. So, this is... Here's the thing. and uh, People... uh, I was clowning them, too. Um, But uh, the, the important part to note here is they're trying to get ahead of any legal action taken. Because... They are going to use that terminology to argue in court. Um, it's well, it wasn't this because it's actually this. We've coined, and they they'll coin a term um, to try to weasel their way out of the mess. That let's be honest, they more than anybody else is like to blame. Like it's their fault. This is going to court. They are the greediest of all the companies. I get it that they make money that way, but, like, all their sports games has it, and they decide to go with Star Wars, which is a kid's property. I don't give a shit if people like it. It's, it, it's made to sell toys. We, we Let's break that down. It's made to sell toys. Um, and I realize there's a lot of adults that like Star Wars. They always has been, but it's for kids, specifically. Um, and that's what ruined... The prequels. They were meant for kids. Um, but uh, it's its bad when you put that in a game. It's like We can argue that the sports games aren't for kids. Genuinely. But EA is to blame for this. And this is their way of going, well, if we actually say it's this, when they bring us to court to argue our side of it, we have to have a buzzword that's not gambling, right? Or anything that's like it. So they're going to use the term surprise. But I'd argue it's a surprise if you get seven bar- or three bars in a roulette, or not roulette, um, 
one-armed bandit, um, slot machine. If you get three bars in a slot machine, it's a surprise that you won. Um, but they're going to argue that surprise mechanics. It's actually surprise mechanics. We, they're not. It's not gambling, right? You give us money, and then we deliver something to you, like a surprise. Um, but if you had a uh, casino try to do the same thing, we'd see through the bullshit. And I have a feeling they're going to have. It's going to happen here as well. But uh, th- this is them trying to get out ahead of time with their own buzzwords thinking that people are going to use it in a positive way, I suppose, but, like, no one backs EA. No one's like, I really stand for what EA stands for. So, have fun with that. It's a mess. Fuck them. I hate them so much. I really do. Like, it's just, it's, like, I can see through the bullshit. Oh, and we're committed to Anthem. Dude, no, you're not. No, you're not, because we'd be hearing, like, do you remember... And when I listened to the show, and even when I was on it, when Destiny 2 came out and, like, Destiny came out, all I heard was, um... Actually, Destiny came out before I listened. But even then, like, there was Destiny news constantly. There was Overwatch news constantly. Yeah. Um, there's news about Fortnite that we just don't talk about. Yeah, because there's like, too much of it. Weekly! Like, and what have we heard about Anthem? Nothing, that they're still nothing, committed nothing, to nothing, it. Nothing. Yeah, and they just keep saying that. Like, actions speak louder than words, and EA doesn't get that. They just are like, yeah, so let's say that thing. And, and, and Bethesda has the same issue. It just, Bethesda pays off on some of them, and EA seems to not do that. Yeah, like, I yeah. haven't heard anything about Anthem in weeks. The and only... they're, gonna, they're gonna put loot boxes in, I'm sure, sorry, surprise mechanics. The only, the only game that EA really stuck to that, that I can remember that worked out well was Battlefront 2. In, yeah. recent, in recent memory. They stuck to that game, they put more content in it, and it's got new stuff like every few months. They they do it with Battlefield. It's it's not as big of a... Sure, sure. A I don't play Battlefield, off, so I don't keep it. It, it works well, but it also works off the old, the old methods to some extent. The old Call of Duty method. Right? Where, like, you know, you pay for a map pack... Um, or you used to, anyways. Battlefield 4, and I think... Um, yeah, they don't make you pay for map packs anymore because then it's, That's it's good. the player base. Right, but, like, you know, you have the... Battlefield also has the... Or they used to, again, I haven't played the newer ones, but, like, they used to have the upgrade where, like, you could unlock um, or, or pay for more experience, and you get the weekly unlocks and stuff, which are different ways, and I'm now there's loot boxes, I'm sure. But, um... They, they update it, but it, it doesn't... Le- it's kind of like the um, uh, Ghost Recon and um, Rainbow Six. They, they get updated constantly. It's just it, it doesn't leave that player base at all, right? It's not huge news. Because they're going to still try to get you just based off of the core game. They don't need to be like, there's more content. The Division, on the other hand, they're like, yeah, like, come and join us. We have more. <sighs> oh. But yeah, fuck Anthem. I don't have Disaster Report 4, Summer Memories, is announced to be coming to the West in 2020. Yeah, I want that game for review. Okay. Uh, Alpha Protocol is no longer available on Steam due to Sega's music licensing rights that have expired. That always sucks. Yeah. I get it, but can we not... Can we not, as a, like, a world, figure out perpetuity? Like, just... 
it, it was this, it was Alan Wake, you know, um, some movies have it, uh, I really like the show Constantine, Constantine for DVD release had to get all the music removed, um, so it's all changed, which is fine, because it doesn't affect it too much, but like, they need to start working out perpetuity license so they can keep selling it. Um, like, Grand Theft Auto 4 had to be updated not too long ago because they kept selling the game and their music license ran. Uh, if you buy Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas, I know some of the music's missing. It's it's just shit. It, it's a shitty thing because it, I, it like if they remove music, it it changes the game sometimes entirely, um, and you know, and then they, or you can't play it at all. It's awful, and it's and for something like music of all things, you know, you can't do that with likeness. You just, you don't get that same right. It, you know, it, it's blame like it on Lars that, Ulrich. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that I'm, was. I'm just I kidding. This, I mean, you could. I, I've. There's a lot to blame him for, um, but uh, it, it's it's just an odd thing to me that they haven't they can't somehow work that out legally. I get it; artists want to be paid, but offer them a cut off of like stop like you'd be better off letting them take a cut and selling the game forever than having to remove it and not make any money off of it. I, I just don't get it. Like you'd be better off giving them like a dollar per release or whatever, some small amount, right, that adds up over time, Then pay, and, and give them a small lump sum ahead of time. I realize you have to pay for the song outright, but um, it, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me that there's not some legal agreement to keep these things in, out there. Like, artists that write music for a video game don't get to pull their music from. Like, the original copies of Super Meat Boy still has the original soundtrack. It's the newer copies that had to change the soundtrack. They didn't get to. They didn't. Uh, Danny Baranowski didn't get to pull the original Meat Boy soundtrack. Did you it, it see just, the yeah. um, the story that came out over the weekend uh, about the sound effect in Roblox? No. So there's a sound effect in Roblox when the character dies that was ripped out of uh, an old game. Not many people remember called Messiah. And that sound effect is actually created and owned by one Mr. Tommy Tallarico. Oh, I did hear about this. Yep. Only I didn't hear about I, I I didn't hear about what game it was. Just that Tommy Tallarico had like either wasn't paying attention. I heard it on a podcast actually. Funny. Yeah. So they're being sued or no he's actually being very civil about it he just he says i want you know the royalties for it i don't want you to take it out i don't want to sue you if we can just come to an agreement then you can keep it in is messiah oh yeah the oof sound okay i didn't realize that was a death sound yeah um now is messiah the one where you played his little angel baby yes okay (laughs) i do remember that i've looked at it a couple times in my that looks both interesting and terrible. Yeah, it wasn't a great game. Right, um, speaking of Tom Tallarico, are we going to talk about uh, the Amiga or the the Amico? Amico, the only not M-rated games, and no, not no teen-rated games either. Yeah, no T or M-rated games. I, you know um, what? I support him. 
Oh, I, I, it's not that that I have an issue with. I think that's great. Yep. And 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 like, well, fuck. Look, I'm a loser that likes Sonic the Hedgehog. So, and even the bad games to some extent. All of fuck Sonic 06. I mean, if you look at my review scores, generally the stuff that gets higher scores from me are stuff that are E-rated. I mean, like, one of my favorite games since I started reviewing is Unravel 2. I I love that game. I think it's a masterpiece. Um, So, to me, that's fine. However, they kind of threw, like, all of E3 under the bus to promote their stuff. Yeah. And we're like, uh, Nintendo was showing violence, too. Like... Buddy, you have Earthworm Jim on your console. Still rated E. It, but it doesn't matter. So is Zelda. It, <laughs> they went after Zelda and said, like, it's violence. Yeah, but... I like, don't know. I don't think you have to go after other people to prove to, a point. To prove a point, yeah. yeah. And, and like, it, it really is... I'm really glad that someone... Because if they do put money towards developers, yeah, I think this could work out to be something really good. Um, because, yeah, there isn't sometimes enough E-rated games. And I know people are always like, well, Nintendo's the only one that does it. I mean, Super Lucky's Tale, I love. Um, I think that's a really great game. Unravels 2 is on everything. Um, you have to pay most of the stuff digital. I realize it's not in stores. But, like, I, I'm the one that buys a lot of this stuff. Like, Crash Team Racing just came out. You know, there's a plenty of stuff on other consoles that have E-rated. But, yeah... I just thought it was interesting that they were like, yeah, there's like games have too much violence, and then they went Zelda. <laughs> okay, I mean, yes, it's violent, but so is Super Mario, and I don't think anyone's gonna say like Super Mario can't be E because he stomps on Goombas. Goombas rights. Goomba. Hashtag Goomba rights. <laughs> Not my Goomba. Um, <laughs> I think something's wrong with my internet. I clicked on this story about what The Witcher looks like on the Switch. And it, it's just like a grainy... Pick, maybe it hasn't loaded God, smartass. <laughs> what a smartass. I actually haven't seen it, so I'm just... Quickly... I, I'm just giving it a hard time. I'm, just, I'm, having, I'm having a fun. I'm having a poke. I, I'm, a, I'm genuinely cur- curious on how I want to see it run. I mean... That's what I really want to see because oh they haven't they haven't um, shown that off no they haven't shown it running yet I don't think uh... I don't know because that game had problems running on Xbox and PS4 so Digital Foundry has done a video off trailer uh... I mean you know what yeah running running is going to be an issue but graphic. Yeah, it doesn't look as good, clearly, but it's not... The trailer doesn't look too bad in comparison to, like, the PS4 version, surprisingly. Like, for what I figured it would look like, you know? Oh, of course. The textures are... It looks like they were, like, smart enough to realize, like, yeah, downplay the textures. You know, don't have as strong a lighting effect in it or anything, but I'm kind of impressed off the trailer, so... It'll be interesting to see. Like, it can't be Ark. It can't be Ark Survival. <laughs> so. Uh, no. Nintendo has announced their next mobile game, Dr. Mario World. It'll be available next month. I'm disappointed. Have you seen it? No, I, I don't play it. I was games. just hoping it was Dr. Mario, and it looks a little different. Like, it looks like it's a different game. It's using similar mechanics, but not. I just want Dr. Mario on my phone. 
But you can it's kind of it. like how I want a plain Tetris on my phone, you know? I don't need Dr. Mario to have some sort of weird gimmick. Well, Just give me the thing that you say this is. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's finish off with the Twitter. I don't have much else going on. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, One of the longest running shows, but doesn't have a blue checkmark Twitter account. Not charting in iTunes and doesn't get invited to E3. Are the big tech companies conspired against you? Did they blackball you? Um, no. Not until I joined the site. Actually, I um, was invited to E3. Just, uh, just letting you know. First of all, uh, blue check marks on Twitter mean nothing. Yeah. The only thing it's good for is is when, like, because no one's pretending to be us. Shh. Okay. Maybe you do. Well, no one's know. pretending to be me. If I don't want to be me, why would fuck with someone else? <laughs> um, uh, horrible jokes aside. Maybe you're trying to sell something just, on it, eBay. It is... Sorry? Nothing. You... I just heard that. I just realized what you said. <laughs> Smartass. <laughs> wow. A joke for no one but me? Yeah, a joke for no one but yeah. you. All right. I was invited to E3 and I sold the controllers to the game. I want you to know I was invited to E3. I got... Oh, I, I, and you were invited to the Mortal Kombat event. Too, I was invited to the Mortal kills Kombat event. because you couldn't go. I could not go. I got two... Actually, I got three invites to the Microsoft press conference at E3 and I couldn't go. Like, uh, I, we get codes for games. You know? Like, yeah, sometimes we don't get them as early as we should. Days gone, days gone, days gone. But accidents happen. Right? Like, they, they honestly thought they sent us a code. Uh, enough to ask us how we, what we think of it. Yeah, how, how's, how's, uh, how's your playtime with the game? Uh, we don't have a game. Um, have it. Um, but, you know, like what, what does a check mark mean? It means really? I'm cool. Yeah. It, it, like, if you're a bigger cele- like, if we were bigger celebrities, I don't even think people are pretending to be Jeff Gersman. You know what I mean? No. If you're a bigger celebrity when there's parody accounts running, or you're a band and there's like a fan band page for you. Yeah, the check mark starts to become kind of necessary, but for most people, it's not. People want that blue check mark for some reason. I don't get it. I don't really care. You know, I get it if you want to make sure that people know you. They're legitimately. I don't care. I want plausible deniability. I don't think I can. I inevitably say something stupid. I don't think I can read this next tweet. Please. Um, this comes from Brock. It says, please say one good thing about Shinmu. Moving on. <laughs> um, I don't Brock, have. To, I, I don't have to play it. Yeah. I honestly can't. Um, you know what? Here's the good thing about Shenmue. Without next, Shenmue, we wouldn't have Yakuza. He says in his next tweet, please say no bad things about Shenmue. Shenmue, Shenmue, Shenmue. And then he posted a gif of Tom dancing in front of the hot dog stand. Whew. I like how that just killed any energy we had. That's why I'm ending the show with that. Um, no more tweets? No more tweets. That's all we got today. People must have known well, it was just they, you they and knew, me. They knew it was just me and you, and yeah. like, fuck that. 
mean, all the popular people on the show are gone. You know, Wombat and Drew and John and Jason. You know, people are gonna stop listening to the show if you guys don't show back up, and then I'm gonna be sad. Well, I feel like I feel like I feel like I'm uh, Captain Jack Sparrow riding in on the ship as it's sinking. <laughs> I've been I've been riding the sinking ship for fifteen years now. Yeah. Longer than some people who listen to the show probably have been alive. Uh, I don't know. Forgot that young of an audience, Ken. Uh, we, no, probably. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I mean, I, I just. Am- I don't care whether or not people listen for the most part. I don't want to ruin anybody's day. And I know. No, I, it, it, this show no, has it, been around long enough that, you know, we, we continue, we joked about it when we started it, that nobody listened to it. And here we are damn near 600 episodes later. And if we only had 10 listeners, we'd probably still do it. You know? I, I, I'm surprised. Like, I, I love that people listen. I don't know why anybody would listen to like I'm a, I'm glad that people even my issue when we had the little upvote and downvote thing on our site is that I could tell just by the clear amount of downvotes I'd get people weren't reading it they were just downvoting it because it was me <laughs> like all right assholes like if you genuinely think I'm you know like writing poorly okay, or you don't like my opinion, fine, but, like, don't just download it because it's me. Like, read what I have to say. That doesn't do anybody any good. <laughs> um, but I appreciate that people listen, and that sometimes they like my opinion, and most of the time they don't. Um, but I'm also just glad that people play video games and are and want to engage with me, even if it's not on, like, through, you know, when we read tweets, just, you know, tweeting at me or whatever. I like talking about video games. I, I I know it's surprising because I'm genuinely negative all the time, but I, I really do love video games. Like, it, it, there's a lot to love. I, I couldn't get excited. Like, I really the the weirdest thing is I couldn't get excited about E3, a thing all about video games because there's just video games I want to talk about. I yeah. love it. I love all this. This is this is fun for me. Yeah, that's why we did. That's why we started. That's why we still do it. Anyway. That is the show for this week. Next week there'll be games we can talk about that we couldn't talk about this week. Um, and there's probably going to be some new games, I'd imagine. But uh, there's also more people. Yeah, I know Drew's on vacation, which doesn't really matter. He doesn't show up here anyway. He doesn't show up when he's not on vacation. I know why Wombat's out. I know why John didn't. John was going to join us, and then he was out. He's British. It's fine. And um, he, had, he had a cold beach to go to or something. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to do a live check in on Gambus Khan because I don't know. I haven't talked to him in like a month. <laughs> just do a live phone to the police to do a welfare check. <laughs> I just call him up on the phone. Just call him during the podcast. Be like, "What's up?" But anyway, the normal channels. If you want to shoot us an email, podcast is etgd.com. I'll get back to those next week. Uh, Twitter is at m4g podcast. You can follow me at ZTGD and Anthony at NTRSKT. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. And Phoenix Down, you guys doing show this? Uh, I don't remember when. I want to say. So we were supposed to film. We were supposed to film. Film? Yeah, we, oh. do, we do. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, fun fact: we all we all, we all do Phoenix down in the nude. Um, <gasps> no, um, we were supposed to record this week or last week, whatever. Last Thursday, didn't, and this week we were gonna have off. So I believe not this week, but next week we'll be finishing up um, Duke Nukem Forever, and then the week after we start. Um, Bound by Flame, by Flame, which is on sale. Uh, actually, it might not be anymore after the weekend. I don't know when the Flash sale is going to end. It ends but, on um, Monday, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to say for sure. Regardless, anybody anybody wanting to play along might want to look at uh, the PlayStation Store. It's like six bucks right now for the PS or five bucks for the PS4 version, and uh, five bucks for the PS3 version, depending on what you're going to play on. Um, and then it's also backwards compatible on Xbox One. So um, that's the next game we're going to do because uh, we want well, sure we wanted to throw an RPG in there, and I didn't want to play Two Worlds, so I made the call. That uh, seems like a sound choice there. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't want to pay any money. Yeah, Two um, Worlds is so, a yeah. bad, bad game. Yeah. So next week, we should be good to go. There's a lot of reviews going up this week. We had to catch up after E3. I know I got two, I think, scheduled for this week, and I'm sure there'll be more. I'll have some done this week. A lot of games to play. Yep. But anyway, that's it for the show. So we have Pace Parker. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.